And we're live. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Hope you're all having a great Friday, because I know we are. It's great weather out there. We finally hit the 80s, but I know it's going to dip right back down, so I hope you guys can all enjoy today, and we'll get right back into it. We got a crazy NBA trade deadline that just passed. Got some NFL news, so we'll just get right into it. Tony? What's up, everybody? This is Tony. I'm here with Angel. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Daniel's back. How's everyone doing? Good, and let's get right into it. This uh, this trade deadline yesterday was uh, something for the ages. It was, uh, it was a good trade deadline. Probably the most active deadline I've seen in a while. I just want to start off off the bat by saying uh, Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets just made the Nuggets a contender. Um, let's say LeBron James and AD are back, or even the Clippers, how they are now. Um, I definitely believe their matchups are insane. If you think about it, you got Jamal starting at the point. Will, Bar- uh, Will Barton as the shooting guard. You can put Michael Porter at the small forward, Aaron at the power forward, and Jokic at the center. Who can really match up with those guys? That's you pretty know? good to me. Because if you think about it, uh, you have Millsap off the bench, and they have solid pieces that are off the bench as well. Um, and let's not forget, small forward through center is above 6'11". So I think they're a good, good contender. Now, Aladipo to uh, Miami makes them um, like a scrappy team, a real, you know, uh, go-getter, hustling type of team because they won't um, just back down. They have a lot of motor and energy once uh, Jimmy Butler comes back. Um, who else Who else we have? We have uh, the I mean, dude from the Magic that went to the Celtics, Rami. <laughs> Fournier. Fournier, man. The French guy, right? French fellow. Yeah, yeah, which French, I don't think... I two second-round picks, I don't mind it. I mean, yeah, two second-round picks, whatever, but I don't, I don't know. They they missed out on adding to the front court. We don't need more wings on that team. It's too many. Yeah, I think... And I'm really need... disappointed. It's just, like, no size on that team, and now we've got... We had to trade away Daniel Tice, and we got Mo Wagner and Luke Cornett instead. Those are two younger guys. Um, hopefully, they can turn into something, too, but I'm, I'm sort of disappointed. You have to use some of that trade play, uh, trade a player exception that we got from the Gordon Hayward trade. About seventeen million out of that twenty twenty eight and a half. Uh, I'm not in love with it, but what am I gonna do? There's a lot of backlash on Twitter about that too. But yeah. he's a good player either way. So maybe he'll be a solid player off the bench, or he's gonna start and just move Tatum over to power forward spot. Yeah, I mean a lot of people go small nowadays. You don't see a lot of people go big, but. Definitely, you guys definitely needed a big man, but I think so too. even like a Kelly Olynyk wouldn't have been a bad pickup for them. Yeah. I know he uh, he's... he was there already. Whatever, I don't. I'm not crazy. You know who I would have loved back was Rondo. Nah, he's, he's, back he's washed. Away. He's washed. So, so two two things I wanted to say with the Celtics. I just lost hope because uh, they're the type of team that just gonna you know apply the pressure, uh, but they're not gonna apply the pressure to the second round or even uh, you know. Making it to the finals, they're not that type of team. They're like in a two, three year construction, um, rebuilding stage where they need to really figure out everybody's role and uh, everybody's uh, who's gonna really stay. Because we know Tatum is gonna stay, Brown's obviously gonna stay. This pickup is a solid pickup from Orlando because he's really consistent, especially if he comes off the bench. But one of the things I wanted to add: not everybody's big uh, in this in time in this era in the NBA, but the Nuggets have a really fast, tall team. For the from the small forward to the center, uh, I think that's just super surprising because if you think about it, Aaron is not a slow guy. He's still young. He's very athletic, and Porter is uh, slim, 
he has a strong motor. He doesn't mind going up and down the court, full speed, whole game. But uh, back to that topic with the Celtics, I think they have uh, at least two, three years of the figuring out who's going to stay, who's going to be locked in at what positions, at what time of the game, you know. And one of the things I wanted to add about the Nets, uh, that pickup of Blake Griffin, it was good in terms of the salary because, thank God, we're only paying this guy how much? Like $1 million or something? I think so. Yeah, because I feel like this guy is just going to be um, like a 15-minute-a-game player, maybe 10-minute-a-game player. Uh, I don't know how much. He's going to benefit us. It's going to be beneficial to us, but I think it's just his brand and his past history is what gave him the hype for now. Yeah, and, oh. it kind of, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. and it kind of stinks that we're seeing the, the Nets big three all injured right now. I want to see them play together, but they all have uh, hmm. either injuries. Kyrie's on one of his moments again. The other two, about, the other, say, yeah, yeah, Kyrie's, yeah, yeah, Kyrie has his things going, it's of course. But the other two guys are injured. Harden has Nick's neck <clears throat> stiffness. He might not play tonight. But I actually wanted to ask you guys about the Miami Heat. If they get LaMarcus Aldridge, can they be a contender in the East? I think so, absolutely. I mean... Now you have Elo Depot in the Heat now, and then if you get Aldridge, that's a that's a that's a powerhouse right there. Along with Hero, Hero Butler. Uh, I mean, he's a little Butler, old. He's a little yeah. older now, but he's, he's still. is a little older. I don't think veteran, he's as yeah, a veteran presence. Presence. But you're yes. not going to get the production he no, had. No, but eight years ago play. or so, you know, he can play, but still play. I don't believe in that. I think Danny, one, what do you think? One of the things the uh, the Heat are missing is uh, Aldridge is definitely a great fit for the team, not only from uh, his experience and his veteranship. It's just. Bam um, needs a, a leader that plays his role, like that plays around his role, because Jimmy Butler he he, he can be a le- leader, uh, absolutely, but he's more of a hustler and he'll give you all he got on the court. But Aldridge will come with the mentality of probably teaching Bam and finding like a like a like a dialogue with him, because I feel like that's what he's missing, you know, someone to relate with and have a. Because if you think about it, I think this guy Bam has been doing all the work down low by himself. He doesn't have anyone like his height or his athletic ability to, you know, at least Aldridge is going to come in there, relieve some stress for him, you know? Yeah, and I think I wanted to also talk about um, Portland's pickup of Norman Powell. That was a pretty good pickup for them. I know Gary Trent's a good player and Rodney Hood has his moments, but Norman Powell is a good player. But the only thing is he's a free agent after this year. I uh, just want to announce how uh, we were talking about Harden earlier. Oh, it's playing. just been announced he will play tonight. I, t- I I bet on the Nets money. I bet on the Nets money line, so that's oh, good. Yeah, oh, you? You're uh, fine. Yeah. No, but without Harden, well, you know, Harden, who knows? Yeah, I know, but now you're fine. Pistons are a little scrappy team. You got it. Uh, probably a better money line pick yeah, anyway. So, yeah. what, one of the, one of the things with Powell, uh, he's a solid player. He will he will definitely uh, bring the stock of the starting five or off the bench uh, higher. But he's not worth Robin. Uh, what's his name? Um, Hood. Rodney Hood. Rodney, Rodney Hood. Hood. And, um, and, you know, he's not worth both of those players because both of those players, if you look from a stock perspective, I think these two guys are still young and they're going to grow. You know, they're not like Trevor Ariza that are like old and still can play. They're like young and still, you know, getting better. I don't know how young they really are, but I know Trent is fairly young and uh, Rodney Hood, he's not that he, old, but he, he he's bring, been around. He's been around, but yeah. he, he's going to bring the pressure. Both of them for Powell. Whoever got two of those players, Toronto, they got to steal because you're getting one guy that can take benefit, like start and one is a solid off-the-bench guy. And Rodney Hood's only 28. <laughs> He's not an old guy. He's still been that's 80. But he had the Achilles injury, I that's think, a, last year. Okay. He tore his Achilles, so a bit, that's yeah. a big yeah. injury. That's the hardest injury to come back from in, yeah, in basketball. Yeah. Or in any sport. Guys, 
No, I know, but don't think about it. Those guys are all free agents after this year. They're not going to, you know, get, I don't know about Rodney Hill, but Gary Trent's a free agent after this year, and so is uh, Norman Powell. So who knows if they're going to get resigned? Norman Powell wants a big contract. I mean, I, I, I get that, but I'm, I'm saying, like, Trent, you're telling Trent and Robin are, are both um, Hood. I mean, Hood and Trent, they're both um, free agents. Hood is not. Trent and Powell is. Norman Powell's a free agent. I mean, it doesn't matter what Powell is right now, but. Uh, Trent. Trent's a free agent, yes. Trent, uh, he will definitely stick with the team because this team is, is is a really good team. They have good players on that team, you know, and uh, they can still even build. And the matter that if this team wanted to trade and they knew what they were doing, they have amazing pieces to give out to the whole league, you know. Yeah. Giving two guys for Pal, I don't think that was worth it. And I was actually looking. There was. 23 teams involved in trades yesterday. That's pretty much that's 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 there's 30 teams and 23 made a trade. Even <laughs> if it was a, like a minor bench trade, it was still a, a a big deadline. That has to be some type of NBA record. And um, nah, I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> no, has, yesterday well, was one of the most active. The it was one of the most active yeah, I've seen in a in, while. In the past like five six years, you haven't really seen a lot of action towards the trade deadline. So it's refresh, refreshing to see some of this actually. Going yeah. by, a lot of teams got pressure on them now to perform and do better. So it's a good way to see people try to uh, what's it, get under yeah there. get under the luxury tax. You know, have some cap flexibility moving on forward in the future, and seeing if they can resign some of these uh, restrictive free agents that have like one year left on their contracts. Yeah, and I wanted to ask Rami this about Danny Ainge. You think Ooh. he'll be gone soon? I think so. Uh, not soon, soon, not but soon, a year soon, or two, maybe. two years, yeah, three years, I like three years or so, because I feel like everybody's sort of like figured him out at this point. Uh, Just interrupt. Is, what did I say? In two, three years, they're probably starting to figure out who's gonna stay with the team and who's not gonna stay with the team. Well, they already resigned the two big names. No, but I'm saying so long with, with Danny Age gone, I think uh, they'll have a, a better perspective who they want to keep long term and what positions they want to keep locked down and who's going to be because right now they're just adding on good pieces and they're just trading for the like for fun they're not really trading to you win, know win right you know lock in they just went under the luxury tax threshold by trading tice away so we've got that and we use the trade player exception to take on 48 17 million dollar contract and just a quick 360 uh, i think our tone told me and angel told me that the, uh, the thunder have over 20 uh 34 34, 34 picks in the next seven years yeah seven years. <laughs> 34 picks so that that team i think their luck is just awful when it comes to having great players and winning a championship because they had at one point ibaka durant harden and westbrook they know how to pick up solid young people uh, i mean players and um you know create uh superstars out of them but winning the championship with them I don't know. God willing, it happens one day, but they just know how to get young people, uh, NBA players, and make stars out of that. If you think about it, it was four of them at a, at one point on the same team. Who? Right. Who? Celtics? Westbrook? No, oh, Thunder. Westbrook. Yeah. yeah, they had him when they were young, though. No, they had him when they were young, but I'm saying that team alone just bring, uh, breeds like quality star players. You know, they know how to. They, I don't know what kind of. Develop uh, system they, they, the they have. They yeah. I mean, they made the finals. Players. They made the finals the one time. Sorry, but they made the finals one time, and they ran into LeBron, and LeBron the Heat. Obviously, they lost their first uh, uh, to the Mavericks. They lost the first championship when LeBron went hiding in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But the second, the second championship, they beat the Heat uh, Thunder in five games. But that was a dangerous Heat team. Yeah, but my point is, uh, thirty-four picks. God willing, they keep a few of them for. Uh, for a while, and uh, hopefully, you know, build build around those guys and actually win. 
And uh, yeah, what 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 else is going on in the the trade department or the free agencies? Upcoming free agent, who's gonna be well, a free Marcus agent? Marcus Aldridge, he's a bird. Andre he's Drummond. I want to talk about Andre Drummond. Well, what do you think well, he goes? Well, we, we talk about Aldridge. Okay, whatever, fine. You wanna, you wanna. We talked about Aldridge. He's going to the Miami Heat. He's going to the Miami Sun. He's going to the Miami Sun. He's gonna go enjoy the weather in Miami and go clubbing and stuff. But Drummond, Drummond, I'm getting a lot of mixed signals. Some Knicks fans want him. Some Knicks fans don't. But I don't know. You don't want him. He's a headache, right? Not a headache. I mean, he's he's a little slower. You don't want something like that right now. You want to wait until the to the till the summer. And address everything in free agency and through the draft. You don't want to get Drummond right now. What are you going to do? I really think the only thing. Sorry, no, Angel, the only thing that you want to see this year is to see how far you can go with the roster that you've got. And at least that's me. Like if I was in the front office, that's what I would want to do with this team. And then by the end of the season, I know exactly what I need to do or know a step that I need to take in order to be better next year. No, that's why I was. Gonna, that's literally kind of like what I was going to say. Like with the Knicks, especially like. They the team that they have now, I feel like is a good good team. We see them winning. We see them like they have good chemistry. I really don't feel like the Knicks really need to do. They're a good young right scrappy team. With I think team Tibbs right now. Tibbs is a little stuck in his old ways, but he plays players a long time, yeah. playing like forty plus minutes. If he could find a way to find another like uh, I don't know bench player that could fill in, have these uh, starters play maybe 36, 37 minutes instead of forty forty two. That'd be nice too, because I know he has a history of basically burning out a lot of his players. You talking about the Knicks? Yeah. One of the things I want to say about Drummond is uh, he's the type of player I'm not disrespectful. Uh, he just needs to belong in one of those teams, and like with the with um, I don't know the T Wolves or any team that's like sink- a low key t- uh, that, uh, team. The team that's sinking because that that he he he's NBA caliber player, but he him and winning or building a championship team or even. You know, semi reconstruction your team. You should never involve him. He doesn't have no. He he's like um an upgraded version of Kwame Brown. He you're not gonna get anything <laughs> out of this guy. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna get amazing rebounds here and there. He's gonna score here and there. But the amount of times that he he I don't the the thing with him, I don't think he makes uh a basketball team free flowing. You know, he doesn't allow other teammates to catch fire. You know, there's something about him uh, that. I don't know. He, he's a good off the bench guy, but when you put him in the championship team, you know, w- w- like you know, let's think. Let's talk about the Lakers, the Nets, uh, the Suns, any of these high level teams. Jazz. Why don't they want Drummond? Because they all know they're, well, they're not, already winning. That's why they don't want. They're to mess on up the, no. They're, they're winning, they but they're winning. But you know, some of them need power forward centers. You know, but none of them want to pick him up specifically, or even Heat. They didn't want to pick him up. Is there something about this guy you just don't want on your team? Not that he has a bad guy. This and that. It's just. What he brings to the team is not uh, that winning mentality, you know, that, you know, have that drive to win, the, the drive to win that he's not looking to see his teammates, how he can upgrade his teammates, you know, he's just there to get his paycheck, put up his regular stats and that's it. There's nothing wrong with that. But then again, you just got to know the psychology of every player that's going to be in your organization before you draft them. So you don't waste any time. The Cavs wasted time. The Pistons. What, look, what, what teams was he on? The Pistons, the Cavs. Cavs and uh, Drummond? Cavs, Pistons, and why am I drawing a blank? And Cavs. And he, he, brought, he was brought up with the Pistons, no? Yeah, Pistons drafted him. I have his yeah. Pistons drafted Yeah, so, so, like he was on the Warriors. No. No. No, no he was never no, on the Warriors. No. Never, buddy. Never. No. Yeah, just Pistons and Cavs. Okay. I told you. So, so yeah, there you go. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not disrespectful. It's just how it is. what it is. This is the truth. This guy is not going to give you what you need to win. This guy, you put in a market that has no team, uh, no players that are known. 
because his brand is a little bit known, you know, because he has a few like 20, uh, 20 plus re- rebounds, yeah. you know. So you put him over there, you know, you, you get a little bit more fans and, you know, you keep a flow of revenue. You don't want him to, you know. We actually also forgot about JaVale McGee going to Denver. That's another big man off the bench that can help him. Another seven footer off the did bench. He, did he play for Denver? Yeah, he yeah, played for he Denver. Started with Denver. That's another big man for them on the bench. Why I think Javale McGee is a good pickup now, based on his experience with the Lakers. Uh, I think he's a with the Warriors. Bit, with the Warriors, I think the Lakers because they were a championship team. You want with the Warriors too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I he's been on two championship teams. Yeah, but something about the Lakers. No. Yes, three rings. Sorry. Something about the Lakers, his work mentality changed, I think, when he joined that organization. So now when he plays for other organizations, he plays with more. He understands he needs to work out. He, he knows his role. No no, no dumb shots. So yeah. him being on the Nuggets is amazing pickup because it relieves a lot of stress for Bill Millsap that barely plays 15 minutes. And you can keep him on the team for leadership. And uh, Jokic doesn't have to, you know, stress out on the paint in the paint area. He can take shots. Yeah, and what else? Oh, yeah, we also had, we were talking about this earlier, Vucevic to the Bulls. That was a, that was a, I guess, uh, okay, questionable okay pickup. For him. I guess. No, that's not even questionable. No, he's, he's a, a great player. He's I'm just veteran. saying he went from, you know, a bad team to another bad team. But Yeah, that these players don't have a choice. Yeah, they don't have a choice. But the, the Bulls, they're in the middle of a rebuild, and to have Vucevic, who's only like 28 years old or 31. Zach Levine's a beast. Yeah, Zach he's going to give them a good veteran presence in that locker room and teach them what it means to sort of win or what it means to come into the gym day in, day out to work. So you always want a few of those veterans on your team to help you get to where you want to be, which I wish the Celtics had too. I wonder if they trade Laurie Markin in the offseason. Maybe mm. Celtics can get him. Celtics. No, thank you. Well, thank you. You crazy? Laurie Markinen. Let's go the Bulls. He's a good ball player. He's not a freaking all star, but he's a superstar, but he's a good player. Celtics need a big man. Or less wings. Stop playing with so many guards. Always have more wings. Yeah, yeah. All comes down back to the fundamentals. Fundamentals win games. But I feel like, you know, whatever. No matter what what player goes to any team, you know I feel like they should always go with the mentality and the attitude to you know try to boost morale as best they can and try to help their team win at the end of the day, you know because you can't pay millions of dollars to 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 be to play in pro, you need to you need to have that type of menta- that winning mentality. No matter what team, whether it's playing for the for the best team in NBA or the worst team in NBA, you just have to have that winning attitude and hopefully you can, you know, you can just strive your team to do better and win games at the end of the day. Yeah, obviously, but you know, some of these players they don't uh play in the big leagues for the love of the game. You you have to be really passionate, but there are some players who come in day in day out and they treat it like a 9 to 5 and it happens in football more often than you think. Yeah. Um, what so, else? What's his name? I don't know if you're Lou Williams almost wanted to retire, I heard, before he... Yeah, he got traded to, to Atlanta. To Atlanta. But now he's like, you know what? I got more in the tank, so... How many I, years I think Lou Williams has on now? He's been in the league at least since 2005, I'd say, 06. Oh. He's been around for a while, Lou Williams. Lou Williams. Man. He, uh... He really did not like that trade, but he was like, oh, well, what can... Retire, avoid that contract, and just come back. He's 34 years old. He's 34. Wow, he's not that old. He's been in the league since all five. Yeah, I was right. All five. I think think they should uh, throw Andrew Drummond with uh, Vucevic. That's with the Bulls. Because I feel like um, something about Vucevic's mentality will uh, non-verbally make Drummond play a little better. You Hmm. know? Because you'll understand that. Because Vucevic is going to expose him by making shots, getting rebounds, and... Drummond's going to see this and be like, you know what? I look like I don't do anything and I don't produce anything on the court. 
I think I should step my game up. I think so too, because if you watch how Vucevic plays, he looks like he's always like he plays angry, like he doesn't mess around. He always, you know, he's he, he comes to play every, phys- every night. He's physical. He he's comes physical. to play. You know, he's he quiet. You were saying before he's not really vocal. He does his thing. He doesn't. He, you know, he plays in Orlando, which is not we don't hear much about Orlando. He's finally out. At least it's in a bigger market now in Chicago. They're a bigger market. Yeah. Although the Bulls aren't that good, but they're in a bigger market. But yeah, so yeah, we got to see what happens. You so, think you think it's time for Rami's rounds or not yet? Quick question: Um, what, what do you guys think uh, Leonard is gonna do after this season? How much? How much how I much think he stays. He stays. Yeah. Yeah. He lives in L.A. He grew up in what? San Diego. That's probably why Lou Williams didn't want to get traded. He probably lives in L.A. and he's like, I don't want to go live in Atlanta. Yeah. I want to live in L.A. <laughs> why not? There are a lot of wings and whatnot. Yeah, no, he Doesn't loves he his. The he's the one left the bubble and got yeah. the wings in Atlanta at a strip club, yeah, yeah. or a club, there whatever. You go. He'll be there all day. That's why probably why he didn't retire. And I heard Buffalo Wild Wings offered him free wings on the house when he gets there. <laughs> they no, tweeted really? him yeah. like, we're getting oh, free yeah, wings yeah, on the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, right. Maybe that's why he's not retiring. But it'd be nice to have free Buffalo Wild Wings. So, uh, cue the music. Rami's rounds up next. Dun, 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 Last dun. week on March nineteenth, I went six and three. I don't want to cut you off real quick. Wow. So I hit a, actually a big parlay last wow. Friday. Wow. It was a five-team parlay, and I won nine fifty. Beautiful. Me and me and Tone pretty much had the same parlay. I had I hit six fifty. We had the same exact parlay except Tone. I put I down was, ten dollars and Tone put I, fifteen. And I, yeah, I had two parlays. And I won't hit both. Crazy. So yeah, you guys went over the bridge without me. You went and bet. Got you your parlay. I think you were working that day. Yeah, you could have asked me, hey, Rami. You want to put in any bets right now? You know, it's the middle of Rami's rounds, and this is what happens. You guys cutting me off. Next time. Next time. Yeah, right. Next time. You guys went over today and didn't even ask me. You're like, oh yeah, we're going over the bridge. You know, put some bets in, then we'll so come windy. back. We just want to get out of there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Selfish man. Selfish. All right. Anyway, let's get back to my rounds here. Do it. All right. See. So the current money line now on that Nets game, according to William Hill Sportsbook at 5.15 p.m. today, it's minus 280. It changed, definitely. Yeah, it definitely did. when I took him. Yeah, well. His hard and was questionable. Now he's yeah. playing. So. so he's playing. Obviously, I'm going to take Nets there, minus 280. Uh, we got the Celtics and the Bucks. I'm not touching that game, naturally. Go Celtics. Took them. Go. Yeah, go oh, Celtics. Yeah, go Finally, Celtics. you're rooting for a Boston team. That's right. Yeah, they're not the dog. Yeah, 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 they're the dog, so we got to take It's a good will. value. Uh, yeah. Brown and Tatum both playing today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they are. Good. Yeah, let's hope uh, Tatum can t- play a little less iso ball. No, Daniel Tice to save me this time. Yeah, yeah, Tatum and Jalen Brown the ball Tristan Thompson. Danny T. Uh, Tristan Thompson's still out. Health and oh, safety God. protocols. Yeah, we got like three players out on that, but yeah, that's fine. Anyway, back. Uh, I'm going to take the Suns against the Raptors tonight, minus 165 on the money line. <laughs> I don't know. I just, Have what I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Sure, you got to, you listen, I don't got to agree with you on everything here. All right, this is why we're, we're doing this. Yep. All right. All right so. Hmm, then I got the Nuggets and the Pelicans. I'm taking the Pelicans at plus 120. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I almost bet on moves. the Pelicans, but I didn't do it. Yeah. Aaron Gordon ain't playing today. Yeah, isn't so. Playing. I don't want to say ain't, isn't playing. They traded away a few players too, so you don't know how that's going to impact yeah. their lineup or their and how the players feel. Um, let's see. I am Miami and Charlotte. I'm taking the Hornets in this one, actually minus 105. Go PJ Washington. Sure. Um, and then we got the Rockets and the Wolves. I didn't really bet on that game. I wouldn't yeah. bet on that. They're two really bad teams, and I can't. I don't watch either one I to think, really know. I don't, I don't know who's favorite. I don't even think Timberwolves are favorite. Tim, oh, well, look at that. The Timberwolves are favorite. Wow. Yeah. When we looked at the spread, before, all deep, all, all deep they weren't. Were, they were, um, neither yeah. team was favorite. What's his name? Uh, I forgot who's not playing for them. Someone else. 
I'm not Christian Woods playing. Yeah, whatever. I'm not touching that game. I hope Blazers, Blazers, and Magic. No Dame Lillard tonight. Yep. No Dame Lillard. But the Magic traded their whole team. Yeah, so probably have people on the street playing. That's tonight. why. Look, the money line. <laughs> they probably picked up you from the park. <laughs> it's minus. Oh, you want to come play tonight? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. It's minus five hundred. So yeah, naturally, wow. it's like almost like almost guaranteed. Almost. Yeah. That the but that's a lot of money anyway, and you're not gonna win much from that. Pacers and Mavs. I'm taking no Luca. No Luca Doncic tonight. Sorry, Rami. Oof. No Luca, really? Nope. Yeah. Damn, I gotta check my lineup then. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the reminder. That's why I took the Pacers money line. <sighs> okay, yeah, I'm probably gonna switch to the Pacers minus 105. Let me put that down. One minute, please hold. Pacers minus 105. Nobody's hurt with. Let me check. And then we got the Jazz and the Grizzlies. I am taking the Jazz. On that, Naturally, easy. of course. Minus 500, too. That's crazy. And we got the Hawks and the Warriors. I'm feeling the Hawks here. So, I'm going to go... Well, Rondo isn't going to be with them, but I don't know how much that's going to really impact it. I'm going to take the Hawks anyway, minus 290. And then we got the Cavs and the Lakers. Both Davis and LeBron aren't playing, so I sort of went with the Cavs on this one. I don't know. It's a little weird, but I think yeah, Colin it's plus Sexton 145. day Let's see. Is he going to play? It's a game-time decision. Game-time decision. I took the Cavs' money line, so Colin, yeah, if you're listening, play, yeah, play. And Luca, yeah, Luca's, out due, <laughs> Luca's out due to a lower back, back tightness. tightness. Yep. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Probably slept wrong. So those are my picks, man. We'll see what happens. I wonder if you parlay this, what's going to happen. But I'll try to – I'll put it in a calculator. You guys keep talking. Do whatever you want to do. And then I'll come back with, like, a $5 parlay and see what happens. Parlay? Okay. Parlay? <laughs> what were you going to say, Daniel? I was gonna say now it's time for Daniel's in-depth analysis. You wanna you wanna go real quick back to uh, the matchups. I, I just wanna explain to you uh, which one. My analysis is based off a of previous game and current matchups, uh, based on starting five. Start from the beginning, the oh, first game. Okay. I just wanna uh, say real quick. It'll be real the quick. The nuts and the pistons, man. You so, said so, in-depth. How's so, that quick? Huh? In-depth? No, it's gonna be a quick in-depth. It's not gonna be a whole player-to-player <laughs> player matchup. Daniel's depth. So basically. Daniel's depth. Depth. Yeah. The, the Nets just lost their last game, right? And I, I believe the the Pistons don't have any any kind of energy to match up with the Brooklyn energy because Brooklyn doesn't really is not the team to lose two three in a row like that. Celtics and and, and Bucks is going to be a close game just based on um, uh, what's it called, Giannis and uh, Tatum. You know those two guys can just take over games and. Uh, based on the players around them, they're fairly matched up. You know, there's no, you know, you don't have like three superstars like the Nets do. So, you know, you just have like, you know, one or two guys that are really good. Uh, if you go back. Now, now the Suns and the Raptors, this can be okay. an upset. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm for some reason going to stay true to the Suns just based on uh, statistics. And the Nuggets. You're just gonna skip the Celtics and the Bucks like that, Dan? I didn't already. skip the Celtics and Bucks. Oh, did he? Did I just like disappear? Yeah, no, I said. Yeah, no, it's been a long day. It was gonna be between Tatum and Giannis for pretty much. Yeah, it's been a long day. So, sorry, so the guys. Pelicans and the Nuggets. I, the Nuggets just lost their previous game, so I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not thinking they're just gonna come in here and just even with a trade or whatever happened to their team, where they're gonna they gotta pick up on their team. I just know that they're the type of team that they're gonna they're gonna full force this game, you know. Just to, just to make sure they, they prove their point. Miami and Hornets. This is one of those games that can go left and right just based on momentum. You know, maybe, you know, just depending on who, what player ate what during the day or if what player slept enough hours. I swear that's really what this game is about. Because this game, they're fairly matched up. 
Now, Rockets and Minnesota, they're fairly matched up, but the Rockets have just been losing too much to have any credibility or confidence to pick them. So, obviously, you want T-Wolves. And Portland, Magic, I think Portland takes this. But then again, I don't know, based on last game, because they put a lot of energy into the last game. I don't know how they recovered through that. Dallas and Pacers. Dallas and Pacers, I, I think Pacers have enough energy to... Uh, with uh, with hell uh, the Mavs offense, um, hopefully they beat them because I have them in my parlay. But I'm I'm gonna stick with the uh, the Pacers on this one, just because uh, Doncic is not there and I, and I want to see how their team uh, balances their offense. Grizzlies and Jazz, Jazz is definitely taking this one over. They're one of the best teams in the league. You know how much can they possibly lose? The Hawks and the Warriors. This game right here is probably the same as the Heat game. You don't know what's going to happen just based off how people, who's in what mood. Because I'm telling you, these people, these NBA players are just us. You know, one day they want to play amazing. One day they don't want to play amazing. You know, some players have to play better than others just to maintain their uh, their current, you know, Question. status. Is yeah. Curry playing today? No. No. No, no he has no, a tailbone. That's why the line group. is like that. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I, Hopefully for the, Wiggins can go off. For, for this game, it's probably going to be the same as the, the Heat game, but... I picked the Warriors. I'm just going to stick with the Warriors, but you don't know what's going to happen. And Cavs and Lakers, I think uh, the Lakers will take this one because their team is overall better, even without AD and Le- um, LeBron, but you never know. But I think Lakers, they have an edge. Yeah, so especially if Colin Sexton's out. Hopefully, This is not. Daniel's in-depth analysis. Thank yes, you for all that useful information there, Daniel. I appreciate it, sir. You want to get to the NFL now? Yeah, there's sure, a, there's actually it. a big uh, Miami Dolphins were involved in two trades today. Hmm. They I traded. What they, were. they traded their sec the third overall pick to the 49ers for the 49ers 12th pick, I believe, and future yeah. picks. Yeah, 49ers acquired the number three overall pick from the Dolphins, and then Miami gets number 12 pick, and then two future first round picks. and a 2021 third round pick. Oh, that's interesting. And then Miami, then they made a trade with the Eagles. Yeah, the Dolphins acquired the number six pick in 21 draft, and then for from Eagles for the number 12 pick and the 2022 first rounder pick. And the Eagles actually called the Dolphins about that trade because they wanted to draft Zach Wilson, who mm. today had a pro day and he looked outrageous. So now that's why I think the Jets. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> that's why the Jets didn't trade that second pick. I'm not, I think the, I'm not gonna lie. I was expecting to say he had he had a good day today. He was looking good. I guess. Listen, they didn't even take phone calls. That's the thing. Jets? Yeah, they didn't take one phone call. Mm. And that just shows that they're gonna move on from Sam Darnold if they're not yeah, if yeah. they if they're keeping that pick, they're not gonna draft the receiver. They're, not, they're gonna draft a quarterback. And it's interesting interesting to see where Sam Darnold ends up. I still think Pittsburgh's a big play for him. Let him sit one more year, I guess, under Ben, learn whatever. But whatever. But I want to see because it, it was interesting to me. The 49ers they're not gonna trade Garoppolo. But they still traded for the third pick. No, that's all smokescreen. Maybe, maybe they got something up there. Bill Belichick's on uh, calling the 49ers right now as we speak, mm. probably. Well, I no, think yeah. he wants Jimmy back. But from what I've seen, like projections from who people think in the top 10, like who's going first, uh, not first, but who the first 10 picks are going to be, it was Justin Fields being taken by the Niners at three. But yeah, that's what I think, too. That's what I, that's what I thought, too. If that happens. I thought Fields going to the Niners. I, I saw that happening. Because I don't think a team's going to be like, yeah, we're going to trade this to you, this player, you know. Yeah. you got to keep smoke screens or else uh, that's how you win in the draft. You can't just be telling people, yeah, I'm going to be taking this guy. Usually you know who the first per- first team is going to take. 
obviously is the first overall pick because there's always consensus first overall pick. But after that, it's sort of whatever. So what, you can analyze all the, you want. That's what makes the draft so interesting. But I think, I, think, I think Zach Wilson can make a big difference for the Jets. You know, I was, like I said, I was watching his pro thing, pro day today. He looked, he looked outrageous to throw. I mean, he's a good college player, and I think, I think he's going to help out the Jets a lot. But. I don't know, man. I just I feel bad for Sam Donald. It's not his no, fault. No, it's not his fault. But the, the, the GM the Jets have didn't draft him. So yeah, that's, no, not, so that's, that's, not, that's not his quarterback. That's not his quarterback at all, but I feel bad. I hope he can go to another team and actually be able to play yeah. with a decent team, you know? He will. With decent players around him because, oh, God, what luck he had to be playing on such a terrible team. But I was going to say, uh, I don't think the Eagles have faith in Jalen Hurts if they were trying to get Zach Wilson. They were trying to trade up to get to Zach Wilson. I don't know if they trust Jalen Hurts. And how Hurts feel now being screwed over? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think Jalen Hurts has potential. As a Giant fan, disliking the Eagles, I actually think Jalen Hurts is going to be a good quarterback. I really do. He was in a good system, right? He played with Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he, played, everybody good. he played with Alabama, and he looked good in college. So I think that was a – you know, I think he's going to have a good uh, – Year, but who else did they say? They said Falcons, Trey Lance, eh. because they want a they want a quarterback too. They're moving on from Matt Ryan, right? No, they haven't said anything yet. But I thought that was a, a lot of stuff happens. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff happens prior to the draft, the week of. But I was but surprised we saw these two big trades today. Yeah, I was looking at my work and I'm looking at my watch. I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> this trade, I couldn't see all the details. I had to pull out my phone. I'm looking as I'm training patients. It's like, what's going on right now? All these at first. What was it the third pick and then third, the sixth yeah, pick? Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't follow for a little bit. Even right now, I can't process everything. Well, I'm seeing that we're at, I know Tom Brady's happy. Yeah, you got Fournette, Fournette back. Fournette, so yeah. 22 of their starters are all yeah, back. All of them, yeah, all 22, all 22 of their starters like, are back. The first time that a Super Bowl winning team brought back the same exact yeah, team because most of the time after a team wins Super Bowl, they usually they some of them they let they let people walk for better contracts. But I can't wait to see what the Bucks do this year, man. I think it's the Brady effect. I was actually watching First Take the other day. I don't know why I don't like that show, but I was watching it and um, Stephen A. had a good point. He had he thinks the Rams probably have the biggest shot of knocking off the Buccaneers, and I've been saying this. High octane off. This this that's this Stafford uh, trade was good for them because Stafford we saw he was great in Detroit, had no weapons, had no good coaching. Now he has a good offensive minded coach. He has those three those three receivers, that good tight end. Cam Akers, we saw signs of him uh, last season. He was coming alive. Obviously, they have Darnold and Ramsey. Uh, Donald and Ramsey. Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. And I think the Rams and uh, who was Max Kellerman was saying that the Packers. But I don't know. At the end of the day, the Packers always choke. Uh, this Max Kellerman dude, man. Yeah, he's like, annoying. He's a little annoying. Go, go stick to wrestling, guy. <laughs> I mean, uh, boxing, sorry. He's yeah, a big right. boxing guy. It's just really annoying. Every time I get out of work and I have to listen to his voice on my way home, it's just torture. Yeah, Stephen A, not, uh, Stephen A sometimes, too, I, was I crazy. I Stephen A on, yeah. on radio. He's not on, like, mainstream 98.7. He's not as worse as Colin Cowherd, though. Uh, Cowherd is funny. He has weird He has weird theories. Uh, it's just I when I go on Twitter and I see everybody sipping over his daughter, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Live, wow. <laughs> she's crazy too. She's funny. If you guys Good ever read her tweets, she roasts everybody. It's great. Yeah. Uh, they're saying Richard Sherman is looking at the Jets possibly because of the coach. Oh, That's his. That was his Sala, coach. Baby. Be a good pickup for the Jets. Sherman's at towards the end of his career, Great but he's still presence, he's still a good yeah. veteran presence. Show him how to win. Anything, that, anything, anything that the Jets can get to help him win, I'm I'm all for it, especially. Why are you a Jets fan now, Angel? No, my dad, my father, my dad's more the Jet fan, but I've always been Jet and Giant fan, but more the Giant stuff. Oof, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's either or for me. It's okay, Juan. Did you guys hear about Marshall and Lattimore? What happened with that? Oh, it was something about like a stolen handgun, right? 
Yeah. Oh, what was it? Whoa. His lawyer saying there was a misunderstanding. No, of course. Of course, he's going to say that, yeah. <laughs> You oh, can't speaking, be like, speaking oh, of, yeah, he did have a stolen handgun. Let's see. You know. Speaking of a um, lawyer, <clears throat> any, any updates on Deshaun Watson? Nah. Nah, this, this, this. You got to let it play out. It's like 14 lawsuits. You think this is all going to just go away? One, two, three. No. No, no. I want to know if it was like any update. Like, you know, what's, um, just if that. Someone today, someone today told like me, that. someone today told me Watson has a better chance right now of going to jail and taking a snap in the NFL again. <laughs> I was like, damn. That's it bro, right it's now. crazy. It's, he could be yeah, either the, catch a break right This now. could be like the biggest blackmail scheme ever, or he can turn out to be one of the worst sexual predators in out history. there in his in history. Is <laughs> not in history, but like this is something it's you bad. would never have expected come out from this guy. No, yeah, and like you said before in the last podcast, like you know, you're innocent until proven guilty un- un- until the evidence is shown. You know, it's it's. That, because he's given you, nowhere. yeah, he's given you no indication that in he's any in any of his in any like behaviorisms in anything that that could indicate that he would be a sex offender or a sexual predator. No, and nothing. And, and throughout the whole 2020, we never heard not one any, anything about ever since the, he was drafted. Yeah, ever since he was drafted, like not one. Bad thing was you know ever said about this. It's Sean just Watson. the timing like, is so weird too. Yeah, it's oh, it's He's, so convenient. He doesn't want to play now. in Houston. Is he trying? Is he trying to say he didn't want to play in Houston because this might come out, or is he playing out of Houston because of the culture and not being able to win? Yeah, I think it, it was. Be because, I think it was the culture because or else JJ Watt wouldn't have said, "I'm sorry, we couldn't win for you, bro." Yeah, you know that video that came out like ah, yeah, it's all, just, all it, it just it's unfortunate. It, it's, it's just. It's such Weird. a yeah no the timing of all this is so it's so wow that's convenient you know all of a sudden this guy doesn't want he's trying he's trying to get out of Texas so badly and then boom all these sexual uh, assault lawsuits are coming at him left and right so it's, now it's, you know now it's just a uh, given that he's not going to be treated anytime soon no. No, all these no, teams no, are just going to be nowhere. standing uh, they're going to be there on standby waiting well, Houston trade assigned Tyrod Taylor for I guess for now it's going to be their quarterback or he's probably going to be the starting quarterback because. Do the uh, lawsuits and stuff like this take forever? Get evidence gathering and oh, yeah. it's going to be a while tri- before that. Yeah, trials and all whatever it's, they got to do. It's going to be a long time before that man touches the football again. Yeah, which one. is sad, but you know, it does and, if this know. turns out to be true? Oh well, see ya, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, that's You're the case. Creep. Then, oh, well, I don't want. Bye. I don't want to know you. I don't want to know anything. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, we're just about six days away from uh, Yankees baseball, guys. Let's go, baby. Oh. Best, startup. best time of the year, man. And uh, back, gotta go to the Yankee games. I'm disappointed though. They don't want to keep Jay Bruce on the roster. I don't know why they want. I sent you a tweet like they that. They said this morning, they did I not? they don't know yet. Yesterday was his opt out day, but for some reason nothing. We haven't heard anything. Well, isn't but, Talkman more versatile? Like he can play all three but the thing positions was, but, in the outfield. But you don't need him because if you think about it, Gardner plays left and center. Gardner played right the other day, so I know Gardner's 38, but Gardner still could play still, the outfield. Could, you have Clint Frazier, you still have Hicks. Obviously, judges. Always hurt, but What's I, he's hurt now. Still, no, no, no. Oh, I'm going to jinx and knock on wood. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, please, don't tell me he's hurt again. But um, I don't know. I, I, I listen. Jay Bruce is having a great spring, and I thought maybe you know I know for a fact Higashioka is the backup catcher. Gardner is on the bench, and they love Tyler Wade for the simple fact that he's he plays all the whole infield. He's the only pure backup shortstop we have because Gio Urshela plays third. Lemayu doesn't play third. He just plays uh, short. He plays third, second, and first. But Tyler Wade, the guy's like really fast, but that's the reason why they want him. But I think that uh, Jay Bruce should make the roster. But 
at the end of the day, it is what it is. Well, but I'm glad, I'm glad to see the Yankees do have like a lot of versatility on their team now, and a lot of hungry players that definitely want to play and you know make this team great again. I mean, if you play for the Yankees, you're expecting to win a play uh, a championship, so you got to have these players on this team. They have to make the World Series this year. I don't so care. So is it World yeah. Series or bust or championship or bust? No, championship, but they have to make the World Series. There's no excuse this year. Like, honestly, I'm fed up with the last 12 years with this team. Like, it it, it, it hurts every year. Like, it's like, I, oh, yeah. last time they made the World Series, I was 13. I'm turning 26 this year. So, dude, I almost don't I was 14. That. Sorry, I was 14. So, it's been 12 years since they made a champion World Series, and it's just like. I remember, I remember that 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 day that they they won the world. It's been a, it's been a rough sitting, it's been a rough couple of seasons yeah, for them. But sitting in my house watching that game and they finally won. I was dude, like, oh I remember. God. I remember it was like Halloween. I don't know if that. Yeah, I think the I think the parade was November first. That was that was the game winning uh, world series. No, was I, clincher. No, I think the clincher was like the twenty eighth, something like that. But the I parade was the thirty first because I walked. I was walking in Brooklyn at the time. I just remember that, and I see people sitting in bars watching the Yankees play. Oh yeah, that's so, the crazy. Those are the craziest 2009. times. 2009, 2009, yeah. yeah. 2009, but getting to the getting to the rotation now, um, um, I don't think David Garcia is gonna get that last spot because his last outing he didn't look like himself. They might send him to the alternate site, let him practice a little bit to the triple A season starts. But I, I love Herman Domingo Herman showing great signs, and I think he's gonna be a good number five. Um, we have a lot of days off in the first month, so. We don't have to go with a full five-man rotation right away. We have a lot of days off in, in between. But after Garrett Cole, it's a bunch of question, bunch of question marks. Honestly, you just gotta hopefully uh, Tyon and Kluber. They haven't thrown those guys combined haven't threw more than like five innings in the past like year. So those guys are always injured. But hopefully those two could uh, pick up the slack. Montgomery's himself, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good season. And I really think oh, yeah. the division's gonna be a, a cakewalk. Not a cakewalk, but it'll be. I think the Rays are still going to give you trouble. No, the Rays lost two good pitchers. Their other starter, Nick Anderson, is a really good starter. He just, like, tore his elbow or something, so he's going to be out for a while. The White Sox just lost Eloy Jimenez for five months, one of their best players. So the the American League is going to be the American League. Right now, the National League is definitely the powerhouse. National League got way stronger. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't want to admit it, but the Mets division is probably the best division in baseball right now, as much as I don't like them. But that division is probably the best division in baseball right now. Who do you think comes out of that division? I have money on the Braves winning the division, but because okay. you know I don't want the Mets to win it, but I, I, I think they're gonna. I think <laughs> they're gonna. With no, your emotions, man. no, I know, but I think the Mets are gonna have a great uh, shot. They're uh, they had a good off season. They didn't get Bauer or Springer like uh, a lot of Mets fans told me they would, but I guess uh, new owner still didn't do anything that they said they were gonna yeah, do. But yeah. it takes time. All talk, no action. But um, no, nah, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how the Yankees do it. Like I said, it, it's gonna. They have. It looks like they have a good team. With me personally, what always when it came to the Yankees was pitching and scoring with men on base. Like that was that was always like the thing I always saw that the Yankees had the most problem problem with, like was just yeah, pitching. But and, like the lineup, I saw the projected lineup, and I think Clint Frazier's batting ninth. <laughs> Number nine hitter is Clint Frazier, and you know it's, no. Sanchez is batting eighth, Urshela's batting seven. That's that's a that's a deep lineup. But yeah. didn't Sanchez bench uh, bat like third or fourth for a while? Yeah, for a while, not not yeah. last year, but. They announced him to open and they started, so that's good for him. Good for his uh, confidence. Like that, confidence, you know. He's he started off great this spring. Now he's like two for his last thirty. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. I'm getting nervous again with him, but hopefully uh, I like him a lot. Hopefully he could pick up the slack. But but the injuries too now are already piling up. Uh, Zach Britton's going to be out for at least a month. Justin Wilson's banged up now, but we have some new kids. We have this guy. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name. It's like Latug, Latug, something like I don't know. L E J, some weird name, but he's. 
He's uh, he's like 30 years old, but he's been around for a while. He's a lefty. He's been pitching good. This kid, Ludge? Ludge. Ludge, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his name. Lutke's he's Lutke, I would 33 say. years old. Guy's been in the league how long? Since oh, 2012? Wow. Oh, he was playing in the Mar- the Mariners. Dude, I feel like we we take all. It's like the New York Mar- Mariners. He pitched a combined no hitter. Wow, but no, he uh, he's a good. He's having a good spring too. So, like I said, we'll see. We're six days away, and uh, I'm excited, man. Baseball uh, means warmer weather. I'm excited. The crack of the bat. Every day, every day, I got something it. to something to do and watch every day. Love it. <laughs> barbecues. Can't wait. Barbecues. barbecues as well. Oh, that's the main thing. I'm stream every to. day. If yeah. So the weather's getting better, and uh, Easter's coming up. Right, another. Uh, Another uh, big yeah. holiday, but uh, I wanted to ask you guys what what are some of your favorite holidays? Getting off topic here, uh, well, and what and what holidays? What are your traditions with like your family? What how, what's your favorite holiday? Well, might sound you know cliche, but obviously for me, Thanksgiving and and Christmas are definitely my favorite holiday. Usually Thanksgiving and Christmas pretty much do the same thing. And I back to, to like, back, back to back. Yeah, I go to one side of the family Thanksgiving for for dinner and then the other side of the family dinner and that's pretty much the same thing when it comes to christmas dinner presents and then the other family dinner presents that's pretty much what my tradition is usually every single year but now obviously with covid it's a different story but before that yeah nothing it was this is usually the same thing every year but thanksgiving and christmas definitely the favorite my favorite holiday. i want to give rami one guess for my favorite holiday and it's not christmas oh it's not christmas no oh, it's second my second favorite is christmas july 4th yes sir yeah. I know. 4th of July is definitely my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. Baseball, you got barbecue, you got nice pool parties, you got, you know, rock your sunglasses, beer, pie, Amer- uh, apple pie. American pie. American pie. American pie. <laughs> apple, apple. We're right from apple to there's no, uh There's no 4th of July without an um, uh, apple pie. But, um, yeah, True. so 4th of July and then probably Christmas. Thanksgiving other than football and the football. I mean, I like Thanksgiving, you, you know, with your family. Eat a lot. <laughs> Yes. We eat like five times in the day. Keep taking breaks, but yeah. uh, yeah, Fourth of July for sure. You know, but what do you think, Ron? What's your favorite? Oh man, you eat? you made me you made me really think of it. Eat, of course, I'm Muslim, but uh, <laughs> it depends. It ha- hasn't been that great since last year, obviously because of COVID. But usually we'll go. You pray in the morning, and then you go and you hang out with your family or with a bunch of family friends, and you just hang out, go out to eat, have some hookah, and just enjoy mm, the day. Nice. You know. Maybe Sometime. make a nice little hookah after this. Nice weather outside. Oh, you're right about that, perhaps. But it's very windy. We need. Do you have the cover for the coals? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, then f- yeah, we the can wind, do it. The wind is just. You still have my uh, my uh, my flavor too. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I could probably do that. Twenty-seven mile an hour winds. Yeah. So, it's a little so crazy me, thing. me, and my family whoa, for whoa, Thanksgiving. Whoa, I wasn't finished yet, actually, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Oof, oh, no, I apologize. I forgot to ask Daniel about a favorite holiday, but let Rami finish, and then you could give your tradition. But I gotta say, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Are some of my favorite times of the year. Not particularly like my favorite holiday, but it's a great time of year to spend with family and friends. And I just I think the vibe where everybody's actually in a good mood. generally in yeah, a good mood and what, fun. I I, I, yeah. I I think that's what makes it so great. Especially when I worked in retail, I felt the spirit of Christmas every single year. It was great. Yeah, and that song, right? It's the most wonderful time of the year. There's, sure. no, there's nothing wrong about that. I feel like nah. at that time, everyone's in a good here. mood. Yeah, here it's in the it's a In a good feeling. mood. Everyone's just in a good mood. It's, it's snowing, you know? People enjoy the snow in the winter and the uh, Christmas, and it's just it's a fun time. Especially when you see all the Christmas lights, you know, around the house, on everybody's houses, you know, especially at nighttime. It's just a warm, lights, lights, yeah. feeling. You know? someone, someone recently moved, last year moved into a house down the block on my block. Down the block on my blog. Uh, but they started putting up like crazy lights and different decorations for every holiday. It's been great. Nice. 
So yeah, it's like my neighbors here. It's awesome. My neighbors here have every holiday. They put something different. Yeah, even St. Patrick's Day. I got a few houses around my my neighborhood that do the same thing. Yeah. So so, sorry, Daniel. Daniel. Go ahead. Holiday traditions. What do you do with your family? Usually, in the beginning of the year, my family plans like a short vacation for Thanksgiving or Christmas, and we just go, uh, you know, take the flight and have a little. uh, Depending where we go, there's usually like a few um, interesting tours you can take, or like. You know, maybe we'll go by Florida, go to the beach around there. But basically, a, vaca- a short vacation to just get out of New York and, um, you know, see something different. Yeah, that's uh, nothing like a nice vacation. But definitely when it comes to Christmas time, I like being in New York where it's actually, it actually feels like Christmas, not like 90 degree weather in Florida. And you're like, I don't know, it doesn't feel like Christmas. Yeah, no, I was about, yeah, I was going to say, like, I-, I wonder how it feels for, like, people that, like, always have, that live in, like, states that is hot year all year round and celebrate christmas i feel like if if us if we went to like celebrate christmas in florida say it wouldn't it would feel so weird for us because we're so used to celebrating christmas or even thanksgiving in the cold weather you know yeah guys so um i still don't have any plans for my birthday (laughs) at this point i don't think i'm doing anything unless one of you listeners have any ideas and if you do please dm us on Instagram or Twitter at Sim Sports, all right, or at my personal Instagram if you got me. Go for it. Let me know some ideas because I really want to do something before I devote my life to PT school. Yes, right. So a night out in the city, some rooftop bar. Uh, I did that once. Yeah, I didn't come. Oh yeah, I'll you say why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still salty about that. To this day. To this day, to I'm this still day. mad about that. It wasn't nothing that. personal. I had to take a all, long time. All I can say is that was a great night. Yeah, it was. All I can say was a great night. I won't divulge details, but all I can say that was a great night Let's for not Rami. divulge any details. For Rami, it was an gr- awesome night. Yeah. I, leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. Just leave it at that. And with that, guys, we're going to end the podcast today. Go enjoy yourselves. It's going to be a great weekend here in New York. Uh, enjoy tomorrow. It's going to be sunny in about 65 degrees. Except for Sunday. Rain all day Sunday. Yeah. And sorry, Tony, I cut you off last week. That was sort of on purpose, sort of not, but I think it was funny nonetheless. Anyway, guys, take care. Enjoy. Go Yankees. Peace.